Blog Talk Radio. I'm part of the mess, it's tired of chilling. With these airwaves and barely fine fulfillment. When I drive with my niece in the passenger seat, she nods to me and says, I just like to be in the back corner. It's my daughter, like the fun taking in water, drenched in the film for the day. Now she shouts, baby, baby, baby. I'm like, don't do it. CD players broke, so we all dying for good music. What percentage of music are directly influenced your next movement after listening to it? I'm the master. Before I let that bullshit bang out my window uh, I'll listen to the wind blow Before I let that bullshit bang out my window This is Master Griot Radio, channel 13 on your NBBTA internet radio dial. I'm Jacqueline Taylor Adams, and I am your host for this moment in time. It's time for purpose-driven words, shaping thoughts, building minds, true wealth, communities, and legacies. If my words had wings, they'd fly to you each day. Welcome. This is Master Griot Radio, and this is our special edition. It is an Indie Friday mix, but this is our Living Legends series. And today we are going to be connecting with and talking with Hezekiah Davis III. And we're going to be talking about his contributions to the hip-hop and music industry. And we're going to be talking also with Izzy Ike founder of I Am 3 Media, who is the one behind the comeback 
Philly style and other styles. He is the man behind the comeback, and he is also the PR man behind the Philadelphia Black Music Month celebration. So we're gonna. This is Black Music Month, so we're gonna be talking about black music. We're gonna be playing black music, and we're also gonna be talking about not just the people who paved the way but some great solid artists that we have right now and how it is incumbent upon us to put good music back on the map. We no longer have to wait for someone, a program director, someone to tell us what is and isn't popular, what is the hits. We know really good artists, and it's time that we pull together and we start moving our own artists. People should not be legends after they pass or, you know, when it's long gone, they um, we can make our legends right now. So, <clears throat> and, um, so this is, um, as I stated, we're going to be speaking with Izzy Ike, and he should be in soon. As a matter of fact, he is IMing me as now, and um, we're on Facebook, so I'm pretty sure he'll be calling in in any minute. And like I said, we are going to. This is our celebration of Black music. And we're also talking about Hezekiah. So I'm going to be giving you background on Hezekiah. We're going to learn a bit about him. And hopefully he'll be able to call in sometime. Or we may just call him. And so as I bring Mr. Izzy Ike on the line, we are going to go to, this is one of his more recent ones. But Hezekiah is an accomplished MC, producer, vocalist, and instrumentalist. And, um... So this is a PC produced, and he did it with Petey Crack, Two Face, Chris, and Mr. Sonny James, and it's Hold It Now. So we're gonna kick it with Hold It Now, and when we come back, we will be on the line with Mr. Izzy Ike, Mr. Socialite.
Hello. All right. We are back. And again, this is Master Griot Radio. If you want to call in, the number is 646-716-7994. Again, the number is 646-716-7994. And we are live and we're on the line with Mr. Izzy Ike. Isaac Izzy Ike, Mr. Socialite. How are you? Good, sir. I'm doing good. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing great. (laughs) Well, you know, as always, our audience always want to know who is the man? Who is the man, Izzy Ike? And then what's your claim to fame? Um, well, Isaac Ham is, is Izzy Ike, actually. Um, the story behind Izzy Ike on Facebook is uh, it was just a joke with my uh, best friend's wife. You know, she was like, oh, you so busy, Izzy. So I just took Izzy and just added it on. So that's where that actually come from. People always want to know, like, what is Izzy Ike? And, you know, so I, I explain it. But, um, it, it, I mean, it, it, it's like one of those things, you know, if, if you like it, I love it type of type of movement, you know, moves. It's just mm-hmm. like why change it. If people are quicker to look for Izzy Ike, then I might as well keep it like that. So, um, you know. That's a part of branding itself. You know, of course, I am Media yeah. is my company that does event marketing promotions and, and slight PR. So I'm all about marketing and branding. So if it works, I'm going to stick with it. But, um, okay. But basically, um, Isaac is just, um, like I said, I have a company called I am Media. So we do events. I enjoy doing events and promoting. So um, with that being said, I've done a lot of events um, over the last 13 years. Um in the city of Philadelphia, so I'm I'm known for doing a lot of open mics, um, and I'm transferring my business over into more of a marketing company, opposed to just open mics or or live music events. So, and I'm just a hard worker, and I'm raised in Philadelphia. Um, like I said, I've been in the business for 13 years. I'm Free Media is only a three-year-old um, company with the marketing and stuff, so that's really new to the city. But um, we're doing pretty well with the um, the events that we have, have attached ourselves to. So. All right. So, um, what made you get into, you know, events and event promotions? You know, what about you is, uh, you know, has has been was attracted to that? Have you always the been funny the popular thing is, man? Um, when I went to when I went in 2000, graduated high school. In high school, in eighth grade, I wanted to be a, a mechanic. I went to Randolph Steel Center and okay. to become a mechanic, but. You know how you go to school, and then you're not really learning nothing, so you just lose all interest. So I lost interest in it. And when I went to um, Community College of Philadelphia in 2000, I wanted to be, um, I wanted to produce commercials. So I wanted to produce, like, you know, the Jeep commercial where the Jeep goes up the rock and it stops and stops the rock. Like, I wanted to be that person that created that because I felt that was such a strong commercial. So that was, like, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to only do car commercials, though, nothing else. Just car commercials. <laughs> I've always wanted to drive those cars around, you know, to test the cars. I don't mm-hmm. know. So it was still me being infatuated with working on cars, <laughs> I guess. Um, I interned at, uh, at the time. It was uh, 103.9 The Beat when he was over in mm-hmm. Jenkintown. So that kind of, like, sparked the buzz of, of just being in the music. And because um, I wanted to be an A&R, and I created this company called New Art of Spotlight where I was spotlighting artists. I created a website where... My goal was to get A&Rs from New York to come down and or look at my web at my website and come to see who these artists were. So this is back in 2000 before like around I I don't even know when MySpace started, but this was more it was more in the paper, MySpace paper era. flyers. 
Yeah, was it, I mean, I guess it was kind of coming out of the AOL area, you know what I mean? Okay. Um, but it was more so like groundwork or a lot of grassroots paper flyers, this UV coder flyer stuff really mm-hmm. didn't exist. Um, and just going and just, you know, my first, I got my first start on Urban Expressions, which was, you know, Philadelphia-based Channel 48. Um, yeah. Kelly Williams, I interned, you know, I interned for her. And from there, I became like the promotions director. So that's where the promotion started coming in, kicking in. So my my st- my start starts from Urban Expression days back in 2000, for interning and stuff. So from there, building those relationships, developing different ideas, and just getting stronger on my my promotional craft, and then interning to marketing. Um, and then I went to LaSalle University and graduated uh, last year, and I went for corporate communications. So that helped that helps you know jumpstart this company, uh-huh. I Am Free Media. So that's where the push really came for me to switch years from just strictly promotion but doing more so marketing. Yeah. All right. Well that's an interesting story. <laughs> yes. A long yeah. thirteen years worth of twelve years worth of a storyline. Topped up in two minutes. Well, uh I don't know if you know but I t- I'm a marketing strategist by trade, so I'm into marketing as well. Right. And uh I haven't known you all those years. You know, I'm born and raised in Philadelphia, but I'm a little bit older than you. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm just I just turned thirty, and people are like you're thirty. I'm like, yeah, you know. So I, I'm enjoying my years of of living. So it's, I'm not embarrassed. Like, oh, I'm thirty. I don't feel old. I don't feel young. You know, I feel like I'm right where I'm supposed to be in life. So. Yeah. Well, 30 years young, so, you know, <laughs> life expectancy now is around the 80s, so, right, yeah. you know, 30 is young, yeah, so, <laughs> but um, I have noticed you, um, I've noticed just your work, and um, I was invited to, as part of NAMD, to be on a panel for their Black Music Month celebration, but um, I'm going to be in D.C. with the D.C. Black Theater Festival. Oh, right, and, right, right. Uh, yeah, and then I recommend, I said, you need to check out Izzy Ike. And um, I can tell you, you know, your your work speaks for you. I said, this guy, he's good. He picks good talent, and he um, he's serious and he's true. You know, there's a lot of people out in the game, you know, especially when you come and doing events and promotions and, and in the music industry, everybody's not true. Or, um, you know, a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of people that do things, but everyone, you know, doesn't necessarily have the ear for, like, good talent and a good show, know how to put on a good show. But right. just it's, from your videos and, it's all, about, and different it's all about with the marketing, um, how you you separate yourself from your peers, you know, it's that you just have to think of that that new thing, you know, something different. With something small, you can have an open mic and you can have uh, or a, a panel discussion, but what's so different about the Q&A part of it? What's so different about what goes on before the Q&A happens? So it's like those are the things in, in, in within marketing you should, you know, try and think about that makes you that makes you stand out and be different than everybody else. Because the formula yeah. is there, but what else is going on while the formula is being produced? Yes, and then there's some of that still you have to, you know, um, sometimes you have to have talent, or at least no talent, you know. Right. Um, 
And it's not necessarily, but, you know, there are a lot of, you know, when you have open mics, of course you're always taking a chance because anybody can come up to the mic so you don't really have, you know, a gauge always as to what's happening. But um, if you, I think if you can get, um, if you know how to ensure that you get one or two good people on all the time, you you know, you keep it, and then people say, oh, there's talent there and talent attracts talent. Um, but that's a good reputation to have that, you know, you also, you know, you know, good talent. You know, if I know there, I'm going to go there and see a good show or they're going to be good people performing. And, um, you know, that's also part of the formula. But we have to admit, I know I'm not really, I haven't been around the music industry long. And I really only came by way of it actually through the theater. But, um. Philly has really been going through, I'd say, a renaissance the past five years. Philly's always had talent now. I mean, phenomenal talent. But I think um, with the Internet and younger people, they've come on the scene aggressively, and they've been basically saying, we don't have to do things the old way, the way it always been done. Philly has a tendency to be real cliquish, and this is the way everybody always did it, and you always had to go through these people. And then young people came on the scene, not just in music and film and all, and they did things differently. And um, and they kept pursuing and pushing. And so now you, I just see it, there's a real surgence now of, you know, not just talent, but talent that's producing. Because, um, you know, when I look across the country, like Philly always had fabulous talent, but they weren't maybe, you know, producing as much, you know, um, you know, their work. And that that's probably what really got me into it was because it's like, oh, such phenomenal talent. And people really have things to say, but nobody's hearing it. So how can I get this message to other people? And I think that was prob- that was my driving force, you know, when I first started working with spoken word artists because, you know, I just felt I knew if other people could hear this, they would think differently. Right. And um, so that was my driving force in getting involved. And now um, there are so many great events in Philadelphia, and there are more different events. And... Um, and all the talent is starting to rise, not just like in one area, but now um, past couple of talent in you know all genres is really starting to come to the top, and as people are really starting to work together more, that's something that's exciting. So with that, talking about working together, you have some great collaborations and things going on. So first, tell us about. Um, First, talk about your upcoming event, and then we're going to get into Black Music Month. Okay. Um, well, the upcoming well, the upcoming event that I'm um, that I've been doing for the last few years is the Comeback Philly Style, um, which was created. Um, it was created in 2010. Um, a short story behind that is uh, Deanna Williams, who's co-founder of Black Music Month. Um, I saw her speak at an event um, at the Arts Garage. And from there, I did more research on who she was, you know, and I realized who she was. Um, so I decided to put together an event where I would like to honor people for what they have done for Black Music Month and also showcase in the city of Philadelphia, um, also showcase the people in the city of Philadelphia. So through that, 
I said, you know, we're going to honor and we're going to showcase. So, and I came with um, the idea of the comeback. It came to me in a dream, and the the basis behind the comeback is that when you hear this music from these legends, you go back to a time in your life. So, if it's an OJ song, if it's excuse me, if it's a music soul child song, you go back to a time when you was on your prime, when you fell in love, when you first stand the steps, like whatever, you know what I mean? There's certain uh-huh. songs that I know I listen to, and I'm like, Dad, I remember when that song was on when this happened. So the comeback, Philly style, it's, it's starting in Philly because it's, that's why it's Philly style because we, I feel we have a style of our own. So mm-hmm. why not why not showcase that on one stage during the biggest month of, of, of entertainment, which is Black Music Month? Um, and from there, um, last year I honored uh, Lady B, Congressman Shaka Patai, and Kenny Gamble and Leon Huff. Um, okay. And then we had some we had some excellent artists that performed. And now this year we're honoring Charlie Mack, Jasmine Sullivan, and um, Charlie Mack, Jasmine Sullivan, and Carvin and Ivan, who were producers. So, and with this year, I also created a week of events. Speaking of collaborating and bringing people together and, and just trying to, you know, build the morale back around Black Music Month. So we have a week of events called Black Music Month Week 2012. And each year, the 2012 is going to turn into 2013, but it's going to continue on with a week of events. So stemming from the 24th of June through the 30th, there will be all those genres that we just spoke about, that you just spoke mm-hmm. about. It's going to all be wrapped up in one week, gospel, poetry, hip-hop, networking, um, even though networking isn't a genre, but, you know, it's still a part yeah. of Black mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry. Entertainment, and I'm not even going to categorize it. It's just black, but it's entertainment. So, And we also have fashion involved, too. And on Saturday, we have the community event, where it's free, where we are, you know, um, Saving Shirley Project. They're going to be outside in the park. They're going to be, you know, giving out, you know, um, uh, testing. They're going to be doing different things for the community, blood pressure, live music. So we're just and we're eating healthy all, all week. Like the chef that we have the whole week is, is – um, He's going to be cooking like healthy food, so healthy eating and all that stuff. So we just we're hitting the health circuit, we're hitting the, the community, gospel, R&B, hip hop, um, poetry. Oh, and on um, on Sunday, um, we're doing like we having B boys and B girls and DJs and stuff that's going to be at the Black and Novell at Bordenary. So I mean, we're just hitting all genres um, across right. the board. Well, that's great. That is excellent. And, um, I know it's a lot of different media um, mediums going on. So um, you already have a lineup, correct? For yeah, the, we already um, have a um, we have a lineup, and I know you know I have a short time on the program, but um, just to, for the website is www.isupportbmmw2012.com. You can see the list of the producers who are producing these shows. Um, Sunday we're going to be at um, Black and Nobel. Sonia McDuffie is doing that, and she's going to talk about books. Um, black um, publishing and hip hop, and so it's like confusing like hip hop, black black poets, I mean black publishers and hip hop and um, and DJing and stuff. So it's going to all focus on hip hop, but through the books too. So it's going to be like a networking panel type of discussion with with performances happening throughout the night. I mean throughout the day, and that's from two to six. Then Sunday night we have Tamika Patton, who's a gospel artist. She's going to be at World Cafe Live. Um, Monday, we actually are going to take a break. There's no, there's no event on Monday. Um, but Tuesday, we have Rhonda Rise, who's doing, um, she's honoring Ursula Rucker, um, Black Ice, and then Tiffany Bacon is hosting it. And uh, Jeff Bradshaw is actually going to be doing um, some, uh, like a listening party, a pre-party prior to that. Um, mm-hmm. 
and that's going to be at the Arts to Rise. Wednesday, we're going to be with Norm. Well, I'm going to be with Norm um, with the NAM at, um, at 3801 Market, where I'm a panel mm-hmm. on the panel. Um, uh, and also, Sonia McDuffie is on this panel with me, and so is Envy McKee. So it's like a, one big family that's going to be on the, mm-hmm. uh, on the panel. Um, Thursday, um, uh, Raheem is uh, honoring Carol Riddick, Jaguar Wright, and Rennie Harris at uh, Gallery Asada. Mm-hmm. That, that event is called a Night, Night of Stars. Um, and then Friday is the comeback, so and that's going to be at the Painted Bride from seven to ten. Um, this is going to be dope. That that show is going to be crazy. We, um, you know, like I said, oh, we're doing a Painted Bell tribute um, that night, and we also are promoting the John Coltrane uh, house. So okay. the lady, um, um, Miss um, Early, she runs the John Coltrane house. Like she owns that that house, and she's raising money. Mm-hmm. So the night up, we're gonna we're gonna kind of honor her by allowing us to play, you know, allowing her to play a video to talk about the John Coltrane house and what direction she wants to go to. She's going to be raising, you know, collecting money that night. Um, so it's just going to be all given back to So each event is given back to the community. On Tuesday, um, Rhonda is giving back to um, poets because they're trying to go to California, so she's raising money for them as well. Okay, um, for the youth poetry. Yeah, youth poetry, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, like enough said on that Saturday, we're going to be out in the park up in, on Cotman Avenue, you know, face paintings, things for the kids. It's going to be live. Which music. park is that? Oh, uh, see, why do you want to ask me that? I forget. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I can go I online, I'm just put it in the park. I'm, I'm just trying to take notes. <laughs> you trying to take notes. I'm like, Tag, I know I need this. Because it's not like a Fairmount Park. It's called, uh, shoot, it is called. Oh, Cotman Avenue. Um, it's called, Bur- okay, Burl Home Park. It's on Cotman and Central Avenues. Okay. And um, and then later that night we have um, it's called Silly Fashion Rocks. It's a rip the runway type of show with live music, um, live music designers here, all types of stuff going on. And that's going to be at the Crane Arts Building where we're. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the young lady who got killed. She was the model, um, Vanessa Banks. She um, okay. she got killed by her boyfriend, and her boyfriend killed himself. Well, mm-hmm. on like on Wayne Avenue, okay. Kermit section. So yeah. Dr. Nicole is uh, um, was good friends with her. She was one of her models, and she used her for like all different types of things um, for the modeling and fashion world. So they're giving money back to the family, and they're doing like a presentation to their parents and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's another charity type of event. So all these events have a, a charity component. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Give back, come back, give back, all that stuff. Okay. So. That sounds excellent. That's the type of thing I like. I, I'm mad that oh, and, <laughs> the one week I'm away, got, um, the one week I go away all year. <laughs> so I know you're gonna pick you gonna pick that day. And, and also, <laughs> not to mention, I did. Um, I got citations from the city of Philadelphia, one from the mayor, one from mm-hmm. um, uh, Senator. Um, I mean, uh, State Representative Brown and um, Senator Vincent. So you know, it's the city is mm-hmm. definitely backing backing what I'm doing, and I you know I'm just excited, um, and I'm just overseeing all these events, even though I'm not necessarily the one that's putting the money out for it or, or produce it, but I still have to make sure that this week goes off without a hitch. So you know, as yeah. I'm doing my event, I'm answering questions to everybody else's event. So yeah, so I that's what I'm like saying. This is this, this is like so great. I'm so happy to see because you know, like honestly, you know, these like things and ideas I had like years ago, but I'm just so glad that we come together because people say, why can't we all come together and, 
for whatever reason, you know, everybody couldn't come together. But I'm, like, seeing this more and more. And this is, like, a real culmination. Yeah. And this is, like, really showcasing one week. That's, like, really showcasing everybody, our our venues, just, you know, everything is being showcased. And as well as you're saying, you know, everyone's giving back. Yeah, it's, so, it's, I mean, um, it's, it's definitely hard because you, you can't please everybody. Um, you know, it's always going to be somebody that feels like they're slighted, but it's like, I don't know if you just look at the bigger picture and just know that there's a next year, you know what I mean? There's a, you know, yeah. there's other opportunities. So it, it kind of gets difficult and gets frustrated when, when people feel like you don't support them. And it's like, it's not that you don't support them, but it's like, it's all in due time. There's a lot of people that I call on and I'm like, you said you were going to help me. And I had to get over that, like. You're busy. I get that. So I have to wait until you're not busy and keep on being persistent by contacting that person or just texting them or hitting them, whatever, especially if you're good and you got their cell phone number. You don't want to be a pain, but you want to be consistent enough to stay in a, in a memory like, yeah. oh, snap, I got to call mm-hmm. Ike. Let me call Ike real quick. And so I yeah. know we talk on Facebook, and I know I'm like, oh, shoot, I saw it. And don't charge this in my heart. It's charge this in my head because I'm normally <laughs> – Pushing on and off, you know what I mean, to get on Facebook. Yeah. Sometimes my phone logs me on. People think that I'm on, and it's just like, and Facebook yeah, yeah. gets people in trouble because everybody want to cuss you out. And you're like, I didn't know you. I'm sorry. I, know, like, I didn't yeah. see that. And they mad. I'm like, yeah. my bad. Well, I'm just, yeah. I'm just glad, uh, you know, MySpace. Remember on MySpace it says you read it or you, re- you haven't read it. People can check to see when you read this stuff. I'm glad Facebook doesn't do that. Because that used to drive me crazy on my space. It's like, but I know you read it because it says read. I said, no, it say read. No. <laughs> but I used to hate that because they used to clock when I read <laughs> Well, they do that now. Stuff. They're doing that on Facebook now. When you use the chat, it says seen by. Like, yeah, so, like right. if, if I send it's, you something, it lets me know that you saw it. You know, you may not respond, but it says seen by. <laughs> it's there. Facebook does all your business. <laughs> Well, I want to give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room right now. You know, shout-out to everybody. If you want, you know, post your name, you know, give shout-outs. You can post your info. So we got a few people in the chat room. And um, I want to give my website out again in case somebody missed it. Just so, Mm -hmm. I mean, just definitely check it out. You can read more about myself. You can read stuff about, even if you don't come out this year, just know next year is going to happen again. Just know to tell a friend to tell a friend that somebody may be going out of town that week, but still share the information um, because you're going to learn something at each of these events. And the, and the website, again, is www.isupportbmmw2012.com, and they can email me at info at im3media.com. Um, and that's anybody that has questions, vendors, uh, anybody that's a media, and they're like, oh, I heard you on the show, you want this, email me, I'll email you back and um, and get you the information that you need. Okay, no problem. I'm putting that in the chat room. I have the link in there. Just put the email. And um, so that is like, you know, it's really exciting. It's like some good things going on. And, you know, for those people, for some reason, because I know it's a lot and it's a lot of people doing every doing different things. And one thing we don't have to do, they do it, I can do it. Sometimes we're learning so much better and more effective to move vertical by lifting each other up. Because when you lift someone up and and they receive, then then you get the benefits of what they receive. 
So, um, you know, sometimes it's just more strategic for us to come together, lift up, and the more you lift up a few, then more people can come along. And, like, you know, um, I think this is a good effort, and it's given a lot of people, you know, a good light just for one week. But, you know, just come out, support it, network, and let people know what you're doing, and you'll start, you know, you know, also drawing a crowd and, um, you know, you just get to know more people and it's about networking and um, sharing information about what everyone is doing. But I think every um, it's a good thing. Now, I don't, I don't think, I don't have to be in D.C. to the 28th, so I should be able to make something. Okay. Yeah, so I'm, a, I, I'm not going to be here at the end of the week, but I don't have to be there till the 28th, so I'm going to come out and make something. And um matter of fact tomorrow, um we're um I'm going to be at the Walk the Talk fashion event and it's gonna be at the Pink Elephant and that's from two to five PM. And that's for the fashion industry. And I wanna thank um Tweety Italu. Um Young Hip Chic is her company and um she's honoring me along with um like three other women for being role models for, um, you know, young girls and um, who are entrepreneurs. And um, so that's going to be a um, nice event as well. Oh, congratulations on the uh, yeah. honoring. Yes. And I'm going to give a shout-out to Cynthia. I see she's in. Thank you so much. Cynthia's in the chat room. <laughs> and then it, it's the West Coast. So West Coast, y'all going to see how we do it on the East Coast. And <laughs> One of the urban tech fair, so that's what I'm gonna get you in on next. Ike, we doing the urban tech fair. It's a national movement, but we're gonna be doing it here in Philly. We're trying okay. to work. We're working on um, the end of September. So and I get confirmation from state rep um, Curtis Thomas. I'm gonna get confirmation from him, and we wanna set that date. So, um, but we have people all over, and um, it's just you know good working together. And we're going to start really highlighting our tech. So um, that's an opportunity, too, for you to speak and everything. <laughs> so oh, for you. everyone, um, yeah. Now, if they, when they go to the website, um, are there um, links to get tickets for each event? It is. We have, it's, an event, it's an event page um, tab. If you click on that, it gives you a summary of what's going on. And, and they're all, like, connected to their whether it's Eventbrite or whichever, you know, it's just different. It's different ways of um, online purchasing under mm-hmm. each event. Some people are using, like, a ticket leap or something like that. So you click on it um, and you'll go. Like, I know, like, with Norm's um, thing, it's, like, more of a, um, a, like a form that you fill out. So it takes you to his website to fill out the form. Yeah, if, um, you minus, event, yeah. if you um, want to vent, yeah. If you want to vent, if you want to vent, I think uh, and showcase, too. So, um, and I do pay at the door. With all these events, you can definitely pay at the door. So even if you don't, mm-hmm. if you're one of those purchasers, um, people that don't like to uh, swipe their card online, you can you can definitely pay at the door. Now, I don't know if there's more at the door for some of these events, but, you know, but definitely hit them up or email them because if you look at um it's another thing that says our team, and you can click on each individual person, go to their Facebook page, email them, and, you know, all that stuff to ask any further questions. With that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, everyone, you know you can, if you go to the, the to the website, the link is in the chat room as well, and then the chat, we always put the chat in the Master Griot group over on um, Facebook. So if you want to come back and look, look through the chat for all the links. 
But just go there and you can check out each event and it will tell you, you know, if they have tickets and, you know, the rates, times, and get all the additional details. And if um, anyone listening in, if you want to call in, the number is 646-716-7994, Isaac, I'm going to take a moment. I want to play something else from Hezekiah, and then I want to come back, and I want you to talk about, you know, some of the artists that you have performing and and your um, other different events and, you know, and talk to us a little bit about the artists. All right? Okay. Okay. I know a place that you like. It's so perfect for full life. So pure, full of time. And if you like, I'll invite Like this all the time I know a place that you like It's so 
thought about you every day. I dreamed about you almost every night. You were always on my mind, always beside me. You know, sometimes I'd be sitting in church and I'd see your face right in front of me. And I tried to imagine where you were and what you were doing. And I tried to understand why you were there. And I said to myself, why did I bring us here? What you gonna do now? What you gonna do now? What you gonna do now? finished listening to Paradise and that's from the Ishe and Hezekiah project that was Ishe singing and Hezekiah produced it and then we listened to Power and that is Hezekiah's alter ego Johnny Popcorn so, so we're back here with Izzy Ike he is the man behind IM3 Media and the comeback and part of the comeback, he is promoting Black Music Month. So now, before we move on to artists, just for all of those, for those who may not know who are listening in, can you give the history of Black Music Month? Well, Black Music Month um, was founded in uh, June 7, um, 1979, um, and it was and it was um, it was created by Miss Deanna Williams. Kenny Gamble and Ed Wright, you know, and they, you know, they paved the way um, to get it, you know, to get it all approved. So, 
So for 33 years, you know, Black Music Month has now been in existence um, internationally, internationally known. And, um, and to this day, Kenny Campbell and Deanna, um, they, you know, they fight for Black Music Month each each year, um, and create, you know, and creates awareness about it. And that, and and with that, that's a motivational thing for me to um, to want to create um, and promote Black Music Month. So, um, you know, so we've been able to celebrate this for 33 years, which is a great you know, which is a great thing. Um, Jimmy Carter was actually the president who who approved it for being um, Black Music Month. You know, he was the one who signed off saying that it was Black Music Month. And each year, each president, you know, acknowledges that at the top of the month. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the, it in a nutshell, you know, as far as them lobbying them, going through, you know, just getting it, you know, that, you know, but that's the, the nutshell of it. Yes, and just for those who know, Kenny Gamble's with Philly International, um, Deanna Williams, she's part of the Radio One family. You may also see her on Unsung on TV One, and um, it was popular, and then the popularity I think started going down, and now it's being raised again. So you're, you know, actually seeing things on TV, and so I, um, I know we're active here in Philly because probably, you know, was grown out of Philly, but I also wanted to spread it around because what happened. And I was looking for something that I could do since I knew I really wouldn't be here. And um, I said, well, maybe if we do a collective of shows, maybe if I could just, you know, showcase and promote radio shows that are doing something on it, and maybe we could circulate the guests. Uh, basically, I was going to circulate you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, but I looked on Blog Talk, which has a million shows, and I only found two shows near the topic. It was only one directly on the topic of Black Music Month. Mm-hmm. And I actually spoke with her, and she got so busy this year, she didn't do, she didn't slay the show um, specifically for Black Music Month. So, um, you know, it just shows you, I'm like, wow, as much as the radio and everyone had these music shows and all, no one was doing anything around Black Music Month. So um, on Monday, if you want to follow, you know, Izzy IQ will also be on the Most Step show, which is another one of um, our fellow people on the radio, which does a blog talk show, and he has a real nice-sized audience. And um, that comes on Monday at 7 p.m., so you can um, tune into that. So if you just search for the Mo, M-O, Step Show, and I'll put that in the chat room as well, he will be on there. And um, I'm pretty sure that's be another good conversation, a whole another group of people. So let's go on to some of the artists that you work with. Who are some of the special people you've been working with? Um, well, for this event, the the people that are um, that are going to be a part of the comeback, as you, I'm, I'm not sure we have a flyer in front of you, but we have six. We have um, two, four, six. We have six artists on the back um, of the flyer. We have Tia Pittman, Jaden Carter, Darius Coleman, Raw Beauty, Jeremy Isaac, Leah Smith, and these six individuals are the main features for the for the night. And um, all the, the the six artists that are on here have paved the way in the city of Philadelphia. They have, you know, made marks in the Philadelphia Tia Pittman being a gospel a gospel artist. She has definitely um made her name known in the church in the church arena, the gospel arena here in the city of Philadelphia. Um Darius is um he's actually from Jersey but 
he's from Philly, but he he's in the Jersey area now. But he he's making his name. He's slowly but surely making his name in the city. Um, Raw Beauty. They just released a single. Um, they're a duo, and they're like dope. You know what I mean? They um they they've done a lot in the city of Philadelphia to to brand us as and bringing back that that duo, that kindred type of type of mm-hmm. um um sound. Um, Jeremy Isaac is an up and coming artist who's definitely knocking down a lot of doors and walls here in the city of Philadelphia, performing all over from like World Cat Day Live to you know Dobbs, you know what I mean. So these events has been used then from small to big to huge to outdoor parks and stuff like that. Um, Leah Smith, she's actually um, she's like Philly's best kept secret. I mean, she um, BT, she's been on BT uh, Music Matters, um, vocalist. She plays the keys. She plays. Many instruments. I know she just graduated from school. She's very educated. It's just like so. She's these artists. All these artists are, you know, they all are different in their own right, and they all have a talent in their own right. So that's why I picked these six individuals. Um, also, too, with um, at the Pay Bell tribute, um, we have um, a, a young group by the name of Beyond that um, are just they were in the church, the church realm, and they're breaking into the R&B circuit. So they're new to the R&B thing. So I'm so that's the point of like the comeback, bringing people who are semi-green to, to big audiences and some that are professional so they can kind of learn off of each other. Um, my team are people are people who have done big shows, who have toured and who have played for celebrities and stuff like that. We have vocal coaches coming in. So like the show The Voice, like we have that, that type of um, that type of training going on for this event. Um, oh, okay. Great. Yeah, and um, some other artists that are part like Ashley Howard. Um, uh, we have Ashley Howard, J.K. Sanders, we have um, trying to think of so many people because we're doing like you know special things to um, for Jazz and Sullivan. So we have Fatima Fur that's a part of that. Kafia Rollison, who's a gospel artist, when she just released a, um, a, a EP called uh, Don't Box Me In. She's definitely a great, great artist um, from the Philadelphia area. So it's just like a it's like a array of different people from different walks of life, different genres, different sounds. So throughout the night, you're going to see and. You know, you're gonna you're just gonna get a good feel what Philadelphia has to offer, all on yeah. all on one stage, and not alone. All in one week, you get to see these artists that Philadelphia have have birthed and and now wants to present to the world. So, it should be definitely yeah. a good mixture of of music throughout the whole week. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, that's really great. Um, are you gonna videotape it? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna videotape it. And I'm gonna sell it out yeah. the back of my car. No. <laughs> Ain't no wrong with that. <laughs> with no label. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, we'll put a label on it now. Yeah. <laughs> put, a little, put a little label, CD, get a marker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. Yes, and no, we really have to start documenting. That's why I say some of the artists is a fabulous artist, and we still have some phenomenal artists and a couple of them. I just want to say, you got to document your work. Yeah, and I know, know that I'm artists get skeptical about, you know, dealing with certain things. But um, from a community standpoint, you know, because this is really what moved me, what people say, um, you know, sometimes you're blessed to be in certain positions. And I guess I could say I'm blessed to have been with, you know, around presidents to, you know, around people in the projects. Right. And, I've been always in these sometimes um been privy to these real diverse worlds. Right. But um I know like certain people and it doesn't matter, they can be across 
all genre, I mean, they could be at all levels. But there are certain people that really have a limited view of us as black folk. Right. And so they could be at various levels. But if they would hear, like, you know, the, some, the spoken word that I hear, um, you know, the artists, you know, that are conscious, the hip-hop that I hear when they talk about hip-hop, um, I, you know, was a youth ministry leader. And I said, it's the worst thing you could do in front of a young point, a young person talk about hip-hop. Because the first thing they're going to do um, is feel that you have, um, okay, first thing that they're going to do is just feel that you, you know, insult and they're going to shut down. But, um, right. you know, just from a community standpoint, and when we leave, it's the art that lives on. You know, that's what's going to live on. So that's just the truth of the matter. What's going to live on when we leave is going to be the art. So you need to document the work so that it can be a voice for somebody else once you're gone. Yeah, so, I'm looking at I'm looking at about 50 different mini DVDs of six years of collecting, you know, and I know people that have a big box of collections, you know, Mike um Mike Dennis, he does and I'm real glad. Yes. Um he like he has a documentary out for like the last night of the fire spot and um mm-hmm. you know, he's a I know another one of the artists that we worked on that. Yeah, so he's a big believer in, 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 in keeping things documented and stuff like that. He And the thing, the thing about it, I did my second, I did a hip-hop R&B fashion show back in 2001, and Mike Dennis was the person who filmed it, and I and it was on VHS, so just imagine. It, yeah. The quality is, is VHS. And I, I'm actually, I'm staring at all of this stuff, and I'm like, all these all these things that I have in the archives is crazy. Like I, I, and I, sometimes I put it in and I look at it to see where I was and where I am now and the difference in the marketing, difference in the style of clothes, the venues, and then some of the venues are not even there no more, like Tritone. I think they shut that down mm-hmm. completely on, on South Street. It's like, wow, but I have footage from that place. So, you know, yeah. those type yeah. of things. There's a lot of great things. Well, um, it's been great having you on, sir. So everyone, Thank this you so is much. Isaac, Izzy Ike, and we so all go on the website. Go on yes, the website. Go on the website. www.isupportbnmw2012.com, or you can go on my my website, my I'm Three Media. So that's I am the number three media dot com. Um, and on there, you can find out more about my marketing company, but then it's another link that says campaign, and you can click on that, and it will take you to the website as well. So two ways to, to, to find out more about what IMG Media is about and all that good stuff. Okay. And um, like I said, you can catch him Monday on the Most Steps show. And um, if you just go to blogtalkradio.com, and that's Fertile Grounds, and Grounds is spelled with a Z. That's the uh, website over there. And um, i put the links again. Now, um, this is what we ask everyone before they leave. You have 30 seconds in the whole world listening. What do you have to say? What I have to say is I just want everybody to support Black Music Month as a whole. If they can't support this week, definitely buy a CD, support another artist, go to an open mic, pay to get in somewhere, and that, that that's what you're contributing can be for this month of uh, Black Music. So, and thank you. All right. Thank you, sir, and you have a great day. You too. All right. Peace. Bye-bye.
My mother is an evangelist. And I'm convinced that she won't be content until my voice is in a pulpit. I said, my mother is an evangelist. And you'd be hard-pressed to find a more fervent servant. She is fire-baptized, and I've watched men find God through her eyes. I said, my mother is an evangelist. Every Sunday, she leads souls to Christ. But I tell her, Ma, I'm a poet. Every night I lead souls into the light. I go where your preacher would not dare. Y'all mistaking these words for poems. These ain't poems. These are prayers. This is how I talk to God. And y'all just happen to be here. These are all my fears and aspirations. Wrapped in the swatting clothes. And packed in a tomb for three days. And the spirit moves the writer's block out of the way. And resurrects the words I need to say. And they ascend off of the page. Well, hundreds of people bear witness. So that Generations from now will still be able to appreciate it, and I can still hear my mother praying for my soul, hoping that one day I would hear clearly and find my way back to the ministry. And it's hard for her to understand because she's almost as stubborn as I am that I ain't out here chasing a dream. I didn't choose poetry. Poetry chose me. I liberate souls every time I write a poem and I bring down the walls of Jericho every time I perform and I don't wait for them to come to me. I go where they live at. I mean, even God is a poet. You need only read the 23rd Psalm to understand that. How ridiculous must a writer be to say, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thou rod and thy staff are my pen and my pad, they comfort me. That's why I get love, no matter where I go in this country, I used to contemplate suicide at least three times a week before poetry. And I don't tell you that to get your sympathy. I tell you that because I know at least three people in the audience are going through it with me. But who would have known? Who would have known that my own words could deliver me? Who would have known that I could get closer to God with every metaphor and simile? Who would have known that something as beautiful as a poem could harness so much of God's pure energy? And I ain't nobody. I'm just a ghetto bastard from an unforgiving northeast city but with this pen and with this pad and with this mic, I'm larger than life. I fight the good fight so when I'm dead and gone, you can bury my ashes in the same tomb where they buried Lazarus. Because a hundred years from now, some young poet is going to be thumbing through the CDs in his great-grandmother's attic and he's going to raise me from the dead. I said, my mother is an evangelist. Every Sunday she leads souls to Christ. But I tell her slow and deliberate so that she will never forget that I am. I'm a poet, and I'm following the will of God, and I'm far closer to him at this very moment than I could ever be in a pulpit.
one person in this world who's meant to be your soulmate, your lifelong companion. The irony is, rarely do these two people hook up. They just wander about aimlessly. But if you're lucky, and you do find that person, you can't roll it.
finale. Only way you get another word if you the host. The class session is over. Hope you done what you told. It's
is not the sky. Here on this special Living Legends edition, um, Hezekiah wasn't able to call in. He he was not um, in the city. But um, just to give everybody a little background on Hezekiah, he is an accomplished MC, producer, songwriter, and instrumentalist. Hezekiah Davis has been bubbling in the underground for quite some time. Residing in Philadelphia via Delaware, Hez has been cultivating his boom bat meets soul sound for almost a decade, with various production credits for the likes of Bilal, Jaguar Wright, Santa Gold, and Freeway. The music business, it's the reason that the talented one-man army is not nearly as recognized in the hip-hop game as he should be. That's Ginger Lynn of OK Player. She also says he is one of hip-hop's dopest unsung heroes. Um, also, another great quote uh, from Jaguar Wright. She um, told um, Hezekiah, if you want to understand like his writing style, she said, he's always writing from his head or his crouch, but never write from his heart. Like I'm heartless, he says. <laughs> um, you know, he... Um, so that is... Um, I don't think he's heartless. He's actually a sweetheart. And... Um, but um, maybe we just need to call for him to put more to his heart in his music. But he's definitely very conscious. And um, Cure for the Common Cold, that is one of his few uh, mixtapes, and you can check it out. Um, at one time it was available for free download. It probably is still available at um, Dat Piff. If you search for Cure for the Common Cold at Dat Piff, that is a treat for you where you can download it, but you can also find all his music on iTunes. Just go over to iTunes and search for Hezekiah, and you'll be able to find all of his music. And um, and also on um, Bandcamp, threecrates.bandcamp.com. And again, the link is in the chat room. And then... Um, what else we can say? Cure for the Common Soul, if you want to check that one out. It is um, him and DJ Static, a.k.a. Mr. Sonny James. They started looking through songs that he had produced for other people that never came out. And songs he wanted to leak from upcoming projects, put that together and became the mixtape Cure for the Common Soul. It's one of the best mixtapes you'll ever experience. And I'll um, put that link in the chat room. But again, you can find it on iTunes 
or if you can find it through Dat Piff, to search up Cure for the Common Soul, Dat Piff, and you should be able to find a link to it. One of the few places you can get it, a free download. And um, you can also go check his whole catalog, but it started off with Hurry Up and Wait. That was his acclaimed debut album. He got a lot of good mentions around that. And then I Predict the Riot. That was the next album, which, again, is very conscious, and he has a whole huge body of videos. He also likes to direct videos. He has directed videos and done beats for Kendrick and um, just a host of other people. He has opened up for uh, Most Deaf, um, Talib Khalid, um, or just a host of other people. Um, I actually have the notes. I'm, uh, I have to figure out where the notes, but actually everything is also in the um, in the description here. But um, he's opened up for almost every hip-hop artist, and if he hasn't opened up, he's made beats for them, a lot of R&B artists. So Hezekiah has definitely made an indelible mark over the past decade or more in um, hip-hop and on the soul music scene. So whether he's doing it as an MC, as a vocalist, or as just as a producer, as a manager, as a video director, he is making a real mark. And he has such a huge body of work. That is why I call him a legend. His He has over five, about five albums himself, and as well as all the work he has produced for other people. So keep looking out for Hezekiah. Again, go to 3crates.bandcamp.com. We are going to confirm him for next Friday to a special show where you can ask all the questions and get to know him a little bit more. He can tell you about what's coming up new, who he's working with. He has dropped. If you go to 3crates.bandcamp.com, you can also find him on um Facebook, and you can search for him around FanBridge because he just dropped three um, free um, free songs that you can download for free. So he just sent out three of them. Um, again, I will find those and put those in the chat room for you, but again, just search out Hezekiah on FanBridge. That's F-A-N-B-R-I-D-G-E dot com. I'm not sure if the link is 3crates.fanbridge.com. That's probably what it is. There you can sign up with this mailing list and you will receive all the updates. If you need any beats and anything, he also makes music. So you can contact him for beats and he releases beats uh, at least once a month. So again, check him out. There's Hezekiah Davis the third, and this is just one of three parts. We want to get to know him a little bit more intimately as an artist, and then we come back in July. He will be also featured with the Art and Entertainment Report of Christmas in July, and there we'll be talking about the business of music and him as a businessman in the industry. So this has been Master Grill Radio. We it's been great to experience you to feel you. Um, as we roll out, since it's Black Music Month, we're going to roll out on this special piece here. Um, I'm going to do a mix so I can make sure I bring it up, but this is a Shiro piece 
Well, you know what we're going to do since this is Hezekiah Day? We're going to just come back to, in case you missed it up top, we're going to come back to hold it now. It's Friday. We need to rock it. So we're going to come back to hold it now with Hezekiah, Petey Crack, Mr. Sonny James, Two-Face, Chris, and more. And we speak for you peace and love. One, two.
What can I get you? Hey, Santa, a pony and an iPhone for my mom. She really wants one. That's a lot. Look, at Metro, they'll give you an iPhone 6S just for switching. Charlie Jingle Bells. I should switch to Metro. It's smart. You should. Get this unbelievable deal under your tree. Switch and get an iPhone 6S on us. Hurry, because deals this good don't last long. Metro by T-Mobile. Plus sales tax and activation fee. Not valid for current T-Mobile network numbers or numbers active on Metro in past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions. Ho, 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 ho. What can I get you? Hey, Santa. A pony and an iPhone for my mom. She really wants one. That's a lot. Look, at Metro, they'll give you an iPhone 6S just for switching. Charlie Jingle Bells. I should switch to Metro. It's smart. You should. Get this unbelievable deal under your tree. Switch and get an iPhone 6S on us. Hurry, because deals this good don't last long. Metro by T-Mobile. Plus sales tax and activation fee. Not valid for current T-Mobile network numbers or numbers active on Metro in past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions.